HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by Corin, supplier of Japanese chef knives and restaurant supplies. For more information, visit Corin.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. Join our hosts as they lead you through the world of craft brewing, behind the scenes of the restaurant industry, inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. Hello, welcome to Japanese. I'm your host, Kiko Katayama, a food writer and the director of the New York Japanese Culinary Academy, which promotes a deeper understanding of Japanese cuisine in America. We are broadcasting live from a studio at Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn. This show is all about Japanese food and food culture. We see sushi at every daily in the supermarket, but what is beyond sushi? We had dashi ramen izakaya, but what exactly are they? Japanese food is still a mystery for many people, and I try to demystify it in this program with my cool guests. And my guest today is Keizo Seki, the chef owner of the Michelin starred sushi restaurants, Sushizo in LA, New York, and Bangkok. Keizo moved from Tokyo to LA in 1991 and has observed the progression of sushi culture in the US for the last 26 years. So today we'll talk about his philosophy of sushi making, his thoughts on American sushi culture, what the essence of great sushi is, and much, much more. But quickly before we start, Japan Needs is available on Heritage Radio Network website as well as on iTunes and Stitcher's podcasts. So please go to iTunes and, and Stitcher and subscribe to Japan Needs. Also, if you have any ideas about topics of the show or show guests, please let us know and you can email us at japanneeds at heritageradionetwork.org. And now let's start a conversation with Keizo Seki. Hello, Keizo. Welcome to Japan Needs. Hi. Thank you for having me, Akiko-san. <laughs> Welcome. So, um, where, uh, first of all, where did you grow up and uh, what did you eat when you grew up? I was born and raised in uh, Osaka, Japan. It's the middle of uh, Japan. Mm-hmm. And uh, Osaka is f- uh, famous for kuidaure, eat until your job. So. Yes, I, I love to eat uh, okonomiyaki, takoyaki. <laughs> it's a soul food in the Japanese. 
Yeah, right. like uh, every single home has a takoyaki plate in a full live in Osaka. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, I grew up in Tokyo, so I, I didn't know that culture. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, actually, a lot of people say, what's, what's next after ramen? People say okonomiyaki or takoyaki, <laughs> so we'll see. Um, so um, why did you decide to become a sushi chef? Uh, I have so much love to eat sushi. I was wondering when I was poor, How can I eat everyday sushi? <laughs> so I was wondering, and then I chose to the, become a sushi chef. So we're supposed to eat, taste before we serve to the loyalty customer. Mm. That's the reason to I start. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hopefully, you eat less than the customers. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, but the, when you grew up in Osaka, mm. it's a different kind of like press sushi. And, mm-hmm. right, and I think we're going to talk about the nigiri a little bit later. But when you grew up, you had a nigiri sushi or press sushi? Uh, uh, press sushi, it's a home. Sometimes we talk out, my family talk,、uh, take out. For me, then I ate, but、uh, I was interested more like、uh, Edomaya style,、mm. which is、uh, eat by counter from chef.、Mm. That's more like a, like a stylish and lively. That's、mm. what I, I like it about、right. it. It's almost like a theater. Kind yes, of. yes, yes.、Uh, This is like a stage.、Mm. Yeah. Okay, so、um, how did you train yourself to become a chef? I, I came to the Tokyo when I was 19 years old. And then I tried to run at the sushi restaurant、mm. as a chef. So there were, at the time, it was、uh, not popular, like a、uh, culinary school or something.、Mm. So I just、uh, ran at the restaurant,、mm. like、okay. a stubborn、uh, oyaji san, and <laughs> the, I just walked for it.、Right. And so、started running. But did you know someone in Tokyo to work and train yourself? Yeah, I have a friend, and then. Mm. Yeah, that's I was working in、uh, one of our、uh, restaurants.、Mm. Uh, he recommended. Okay.、Yes. Is it still there now?、Uh, not anymore. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was <laughs> curious if I'm going to go. It's in Nakameguro. Yeah, not anymore. Okay.、Yeah. Um, okay, so、um, how long did you train?、Uh, about、uh, nearly 10 years, 9 years.、Mm. Um, yeah, people say to become a sushi chef, you, have, you need、uh, like five years、uh, before you touch fish. I have to keep cooking rice and clean. Yes, yes. Is that what it is? So, 10 years is still baby for the sushi chef in an old fashioned way、mm. because we start like a dishwash a few years、mm. and then start washing the rice and cooking the rice for a few years.、Mm. And then it takes about five years until we get using a knife. Mm, wow. So, like、uh, in the movie,、uh, Jiro, Dream of Sushi.、Um, but did your master teach you actually? We have to really、uh, support、no. you and learn. In an old fashioned way, to, they don't teach、uh, me nothing because、uh, I can ask them to question.、Mm. And then also, you watch and then learn.、Mm. You try yourself, you think yourself.、Mm. That's only one way to learn. Wow. Yeah. Right. But if you ask questions, did yes, I can ask a question, of、mm. course.、Yeah. And actually tell you, he told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.、Okay. But uh, yeah, that's uh, watching and doing the big difference.、Mm. When I watch it, they do it so smoothly, so、right. it looks like easy. But <laughs> I, I try it, it's not that easy.、Mm. Yeah, it takes a long time to get the、uh, Right. So, master degree.、Mm, so it's not an exaggeration that we have to keep watching just、mm-hmm. by 
making rice, yes. washing dishes, and then yes. you really learn. Yes. Okay. And so in 1991, you moved to um, LA.、Mm-hmm. So why did you decide to move to LA? Yes,、uh, I think that time,、uh, cheapest ticket from Japan. <laughs> Okay, and, but you didn't consider a move to、uh, New York or other places? Yeah, one of my friends worked at a Lele in the sushi bar, but、uh, I never seen him in、uh, LA、mm. because he left LA so quickly.、Mm. But he told me that here is a like, sushi boom, and then、uh, lots of open sushi, sushi places h a s a long line. Mm. So he, he told me, you better take a look. Wow. Well, what was、um, the Japanese cultural、um, stage? You know, now everybody knows sushi and ramen、mm-hmm. and everything, but、mm-hmm. uh, when you moved there, it was just the beginning of sushi boom?、Uh, I don't know deeply, but、uh, there's a several times、uh, sushi boom, which is、uh, people who over- came to, from uh, uh, Japan. To the LA,、mm. they create like a California roll or spicy tuna roll.、Right. That's, I think, first boom.、Mm. And then my boom, I,、uh, I think this is the second boom. Okay, so people had a familiarity with、uh, sushi rolls, and then、mm. next, the real traditional yes. sushi. Yes. Wow. So when you got there,、mm. are there many traditional、um, sushi s、uh, shops? At the time?、Mm-hmm. At the time, no, I never seen that because.、Uh, So, last five to ten years, we became、uh, getting a good fish.、Mm-hmm. Before that, like、uh, 20, years old, 20 years ago, that's a terrible fro- frozen, sushi, fro- frozen fish, lots of them. That's interesting. Yeah, so I was so culture shock compared to Japan.、Mm, so, what, what changed in terms of distribution? Yeah, but the technique of、uh, transportation、mm-hmm. from Japan. Okay. Yeah. Also, the major source of fish was still from Japan. Yes, yes.、Ah, interesting. Yeah. yeah, because I think、um, I had a couple times discussion about、mm-hmm. how distribution of sushi from that moment which was caught、mm-hmm. to your kitchen. Yeah, the American and Japanese way to transport fish is very different. Yeah. So, yeah, we're using、uh, like, a, a, I would say, 60 to 70% of、uh, fish from Japan,、mm. but all over the world, like a、uh, Of course, here the East Coast has an incredible good fish, especially winter time.、Mm. So, also we use daily base to the ship to the LA. Okay. We use in there.、Mm. Also, locally, in LA, like a siochen,、uh, uh, that's、mm. the most famous sweet, creamy siochen there. Right. Also, we have、uh, some fish from uh, uh, South Africa,、mm. even Australia. Okay.、Yeah. Right. So,、um, So, do you think,、uh, in terms of、uh, shipment throughout this country,、mm-hmm. is it better in terms of fish transportation? Ah, yeah, getting, getting better, better every day. I, I, I think、mm. I felt in a good condition. Really? Fish from Japan. Ah, okay.、Yeah. But, you know, like、uh, Boston、mm-hmm. fish or something like that.、Mm-hmm. And do you think you can just get in good quality? Yeah, in Boston one- fish is、uh, most famous is tuna.、Mm-hmm. This is a really good condition. Right. Yeah. But then it's transported from Boston to, for instance, LA, 
like without any problems. Any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of them. Mm, like um, uh, by FedEx or <laughs> like that, <laughs> probably. Yeah, something right. like this. So overall, yeah. it's a, you can really rely on the system of yes, fish distribution yes. now. Yes, we are, we are really appreciate about walking over there. Mm. Right, so probably because uh, sushi is becoming more popular and supply yes, became popular. Yes, so chef also try to do more cross uh, traditional way or their own way mm. to become more scale to better better service, mm. better fish. Okay, right. Okay, and uh, when you arrived in LA, um, did you have any connections? Connection. I didn't have connection. I just, uh, I just play around, mm. and then, yeah, not, not, not the connection mm. much. Right. <laughs> so it's just that, yeah, I am, but I don't know anybody. So you have to do something, everything from the scratch. Yeah, I started uh, looking for that job at the time. Mm. Yeah, the newspaper. Okay. Yeah. And and then start working for. Start working for the. Somebody else, somebody restaurant. Sushi restaurant. Sushi restaurant, yes. Okay, so mm. that was uh, the place where people served uh, sushi bowls? Yes, mm. yes. It's kind of family style mm. yeah, restaurant. Okay, and uh, so what kind of customers came that time? At the time, it was uh, mostly like a family, mm. family customer. Okay, right. And uh, so you trained there. Um, <coughs> sorry. Well, what kind of... Uh, What's the name of the restaurant, by the way? Uh, yeah, uh, it's called Hidezushi. Hidezushi. It's on a hotel in the West Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah. Right. And uh, so you trained there, and eventually you opened a sushi zoo in mm-hmm. uh, West Los Angeles. Yes. Um, so in the same area? In yeah, similar, like uh, 10 minutes. Okay. Five, 10 minutes. So that was in 2006. Uh-huh. Right. So uh, it was a long time to, to open your own, but it's amazing. Yes, um, thank you. So what kind of uh, sushi restaurant did you want to create? Create mean uh, I just try to survive myself, <laughs> and then the, when I was around in Tokyo, a uh, little bit like a traditional Edomai style. My mm. uh, oyaji-san try to pursue the good fish, and then create uh, like a soul of the sushi. Mm. So I wanna do it that way. Okay. Yeah. So, and um, probably you are one of the very first people who served traditional edamai. Um, no, no, not really. We have a lot of legend in the Lo- Los Angeles. Okay. Yes. Right. And I learn from them too. Mm. Yeah, I, I see the lots of sushi places. I ate them mm. uh, before we, I opened. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, between 2091 and 2006, there's a lot happened in LA. <laughs> right. Yes. Okay. And uh, so, you only served, and now still, to omakase mm-hmm. at your restaurant. Yes. So, which is a multi-course menu selected by the chef. Mm-hmm. So, why only omakase and no a la carte menu? Yeah, when I was started, I, I wasn't sure. So, I just made the spicy tuna roll or salmon skin roll. I did a little while. Mm. But uh, also, we offered, since we offered omakase, uh, many people have omakase too. Mm. So I just became the omakase only restaurant. Mm. But isn't it easy, you know, that uh, omakase takes time mm-hmm. and you have to plan mm-hmm. the courses every day? Yes. And uh, versus a la carte, you can just stop in and then order. Yeah. And you have more customers. Mm-hmm. But since uh, 
スペースイズタイニーアンデンウォーカーイズスモールナンバーソウィカンウィクルンパスウボーソーブウェイビコーズユノオマカセカスタマーフートラスミーイズモーストインポータントカスタマーフロムミーソウアイジャストトライトコンセントレイトソウダスタコンセプトオマカセザトラスティトゥインヤスアンデンモーヨマカセメンディイズモーグフォミー I just train more, concentrate, and then train myself、mm. to be more upper level, upper level, looking for the better from、uh, yesterday.、Mm, okay. yeah, today is more better thing、mm. to serve.、Right. I, I try to effort for that.、Mm. As I said, probably Omakase is almost like a writing, a, I don't know, the scenario or book or something because it's a sequential. はい。So, it time means、uh, unified. Yeah, and unified. Calm means yes, yes, feeling. yes. Like、uh, a harmony.、Mm. Yes. Okay. And、uh, the, by the way, makase means、uh, leave it to you. So, that's、yes. uh, the real trust. Yes, real trust.、Right. Uh, simply trust me.、Mm. Yes. Okay. And、uh, this is the, there's a nuance is similar to tasting menu,、mm-hmm. but tasting menu sounds like this is the best、mm-hmm. out of this,、mm-hmm. this chef. But、um, omakase is like really like. Whatever happens, I'm responsible to because I left it yes, to you. Yes, so, so like a restaurant side thinking or a customer side thinking.、Mm, so so. You, you can see from a same vision from a customer. Right. Then what should I be?、Mm. How can I make them more happier、right. or uh, uh, satisfying more?、Mm. Right,、mm. but does it take a long time to cultivate that kind of customer base? Yes, I, yeah, I, I learn from customer a lot.、Mm. Yeah. Okay, so gradually、yeah. they started to. Yes, yeah, yes, yes.、It. So every day still learning、mm. from customer. Great.、Mm-hmm. Okay, and、uh, you call your sushi style Zo style,、mm-hmm. not Edomae. So, what do you mean by that? <laughs> Basically, style is the same,、uh, similar. But Edomae is supposed to be used in front of Tokyo Bay.、Mm. You can see the ocean from Edo Castle. That's、mm. why they call, start calling Edomae.、Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people using, like, a, using a Japan fish or something.、Right. But、uh, yeah, we try to get the fish, even where they're from.、Mm. Uh, doesn't matter where, where they're from.、Okay. But it depends on the season. And then depends on the way to transportation.、Mm. The、uh, fish condition is dif- different. And this, even like a start season, end of season, and a few months period, different condition、mm. where they get, get from. Right. To, so, always uh, uh, those style is、uh, since we open here in the United States,、mm-hmm. we try to get the、uh, Um, American people who live here most importantly target my customer.、Mm. And then I was thinking of how can I make them more happier?、Mm. 
Right. So、um, that sounds like it includes reading、uh, the palette of your customers of、mm-hmm. that location and、uh, best fish out of that location. Yes. And、mm. the condition of the day and everything. You、yes. have to read a comprehensive package of、um, <laughs> Edomae. I mean, I think the Edomae、um, essence of Edomae still is, but the、uh, Zoe style is more global. Yeah. Basically, never compromise、mm. myself. Right. And then just、uh, face to customer straight、mm. and then be confident and then think about what can I do to make this、uh, customer happier.、Mm. Right. That's basically the thing. Thinking.、Mm. This is a z o style. Right. And、uh, that's the omotenashi. The omotenashi. The omotenashi. Yes. Yes. Right.、Mm. Okay. Wait.、Um, let's take a quick break here. And then when we come back, we'll talk about、uh, how Keizo makes his sushi so special. So please stay with us. Today's program is brought to you by Corin, supplier of Japanese chef knives and restaurant supplies. Corin is proud of their Japanese culture and traditions, but they want you to know that their products are not just for Japanese restaurants. Their knives and tableware bring out the best qualities of food from every culture and fit into every restaurant, from French to Pan Asian to American. And that is why they're located in New York City, where people from every country in the world come to eat. Corin's unique store in Lower Manhattan is home to perhaps the most extensive collection of Japanese chef knives in the world, including Japan, plus the rarest natural sharpening stones and exquisitely designed tableware. They also host special events such as knife sharpening demonstrations and parties with New York's most famous chefs and restaurateurs. Corin is dedicated to this ideal, bringing the implicit and elegance of Japanese culture to your table. Be it in your home or in the finest restaurant. For more information, visit corin.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Japanese Broadcasting Live from a Studio in Bushwick, Brooklyn. I'm your host, Akiko Katayama, and my guest today is Keizo Seki, the chef owner of the Michelin star sushi restaurants, Sushi Zo in LA, New York, and in Bangkok. So,、um, on your website, you say the balance between the neta, the seafood, and the shari,、uh, sushi rice, is the most important aspect of sushi. So, what do you mean by that?、Uh, just、uh, like sushi is the simplest food, just rice and、uh, fish togetherness. And then that simple is best. There's a small, tiny piece inside, everything in there. Mm. So, one of my expressions to the customer, but also at the same time, all the people working very hard as a team、mm. in the background, also more like a fisherman or a supplier, lots of people's effort in the one piece.、Mm. So, we, I, we are thinking about how can I express about the, the thing.、Mm. So, we, we need to customer. Let them say to the wow experience、mm. that we are looking for. Okay, 
So it sounds like the balance. I mean, earlier, before the break, you said uh, Ittaikan, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. it's a kind of a unified mode. Yes. And then yes. in your mind, the customer's expectation, mm-hmm. today's fish, everything's unified. And yes. then sushi and the fish as well, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so Ittaikan, that's the word. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how do you cook your uh, rice to differentiate yourself from other sushi chefs? Yes, rice is, I think, most important thing about sushi. A lot of people, of course, uh, fish is uh, fine. That's basically. But rice is different, and uh, rice is most important thing. Mm-hmm. I would say 70 to 80% of the taste of sushi, it depends on the rice. Mm-hmm. So, like a firmness, and then uh, flavor of uh, vinegar or other, other ingredient, mm-hmm. that decides how good this sushi is. Right. So, like people using... Uh, uh, Lies in a long time. Mm. That's, uh, I think, uh, this is uh, not truly a Japanese style. Mm. Right. Um, I think uh, it's like anything, people have their own special preference for you uh, know, the sushi. Like, I really like a fluffy and almost like feels like vertical. Yeah. And it's like, a, you know, falls off my mouth. And, you know, the temperature, I, I heard you, ha- you serve at the body temperature. Body temperature, this is the most important thing, I guess. Uh, body temperature and the firmness of uh, rice. Mm. These two things is the most important of uh, sushi rice. Mm. Why not colder or warmer? Um, uh, colder, warmer is... Uh, you cannot find a uh, uh, fish flavor. Oh. And then colder is... Uh, because of the vinegar... Just yeah. becomes too strong. And too then. strong, and then you lose lots of flavor to feel. Mm. And then too cold, it's not exciting, not mm. exotic. Right. Well, yeah. it, by the same token, you, the vinegar doesn't yeah. taste as fun. Yeah, by and then you don't, you don't feel the, our soul to mm. like a determination of the, right. making this sushi. Mm. Yes. Okay. And uh, I heard that uh, you use, uh, when you cook rice, you uh, use a specific imported Japanese deep well water for flavor and texture. So what kind of water? What kind <laughs> you, of water? Uh, water. You know, you import some water to cook uh, your rice, right? Uh, no, no, we don't import oh, really? water. This is from uh, uh, Bangkok website. Oh, Bangkok website. Ah, they, they do. They do. Ah, okay. Because uh, water is different. Uh, totally everywhere. Oh, right. We are lucky in, in Japan. We are lucky to have you know uh, water from the nature. Mm. But uh, even here, different co- condition in the water, like uh, soft water or uh, different type of water. Mm. We've been using a filter in here too. But okay. Bangkok is a different condition. When I stay in the Bangkok hotel, you you will find a. Uh, uh, bottle of water on the bathroom <laughs> or brush after brushing teeth. <laughs> right. Okay. Mm. Yeah, and no, the sushi chefs and uh, kaiseki chefs always say dashi. Um, it comes out differently depending on the hardness of the water. Yes, water is important. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so to make great sushi rice, you need a vinegar, salt, and sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, so what kind of uh, vinegar, salt, and sugar do you use for your uh, sushi rice? We use uh, like a red vinegar mm-hmm. and a white vinegar. Blend. Both like a blended. Yeah. Mm. So that the Japanese... Uh, yeah, Japanese, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sake-kasu vinegar, which is red. Ah, 
oh, and wow. then uh, kome and the koji mm-hmm. white white vinegar. Okay, yes. so the sake kasu vinegar ba- basically it's a um, it contains the flavor of sake leaves, so it's yeah. more like a uh-huh. more yeasty kind yeah, of. T- yeah, totally different flavor, mm. but when it's combined, more different. Wow. Yeah, different ratio I, I've been trying. But okay. now is, this is, a, is a, my style mm. to more enhance the flavor from uh, fish. Okay. So another layer to umami layer maybe? Yeah. But basically, more deeply, if I say that like white fish and then like tuna or separate, suppose you use a separate rice mm. for the more enhanced flavor. Okay. Wow. Um, I'm curious to find that sake, sake kasu vinegar. <laughs> Do you have to import specifically? Yeah, this is import. Okay. Yes, from Japan. Right. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, what about salt? Uh, salt, just uh, sea salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this one too. I tried a few, few salt. Mm-hmm. And then right. and nicely much. It's kind of not, not too... Uh, how can I say? Toge toge to she. How how can I say? Mm, like a, it's like like a rounded. Right. Yeah. It's not like taste. a pungent or yes, yeah, a yeah. sharp mm-hmm, flavor. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Last time I went to Japan, I I went to a really like convenience store mm-hmm. and uh, bought some salt, and it was really cheap. But that's ako no shio. It's like oh, really cheap one. Yes, yes. I didn't know that the salt is so sweet. Yes. Yes. Salt is the most important ingredient of the cooking. Mm. Yeah, they had uh, like a bitterness, sweetness, mm. everything in there. Especially like uh, when you make a, a sweets, Japanese sweets, mm. we need uh, salt for that. Right. It's not only, if it's only sugar, it's not sharp sweetness. Right, so yes. it's a contrast to yes. wake up your palate. Yes. Right, okay, interesting. And uh, so the sugar also, the, you add sugar to the rice, so what kind of sugar is it? Uh, just uh, this one is uh, uh, I use uh, like a johakuto, mm-hmm. which is uh, yeah, like uh, basically we use it, and then also brown sugar. Okay, yes. so johakuto is more uh, kind of refined. Yes, the, yes, yes. With the, mm-hmm. the brown sugar, it's like mm-hmm. some more flavor, healthy flavor. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I'm sure you just tried so many combinations. <laughs> and got to this all, all depends on uh, what you cooking, like uh, uh, like a. Uh, uh, eel when we cook eel mm-hmm. yeah different thing right yeah wow <laughs> so like, but you basically you cook rice right the whole for the whole operation yes 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 right. whole operation we cook rice right. and then we just mix it like many many times in a day mm-hmm. yeah right and uh, so um, you know mixing rice is once it's cooked, right, you uh, transfer it to a big wooden mm-hmm. kind of a container. Uh-huh. So how do you, you know, when I cook uh, sushi rice at mm. home, uh, I don't know if I'm doing it right. So what's the, the key to make key it fluffy, the, to make it yeah, vertical? How, just how seriously you face it. Really? I am yeah, really that's serious. <laughs> <laughs> that's every, every single piece, every single mm. drop. That's ah. uh, like a thing way. Mm. And then not to... Not too much, just uh, reach to every single uh, pieces. Right. So people say cut it in Japanese, cut it, yeah, kiru. Cut it, but yes. how do you imagine, like, to make the one one each grain? You want to massage it or yeah. like, <laughs> the kind of uh, the image? Yeah, yeah. This, uh, uh, is, there is no not 
not deeply technique or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, because I always think, how do you make this sushi rice? Like, uh-huh. once it's very uh-huh. successful. Yeah. Yeah, I just try to get the magic out of your mouth. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, so um, where do you get your fish from? Um, yeah, as I say, I get fish from everywhere,、mm-hmm. wherever in the season. So, I use、uh, lots of、uh, East Coast fish、mm. for the winter time, especially. Right. Yeah. And then also from Japan, too.、Mm. Japan, you know, is、uh, most my main importer in、uh, Kyushu.、Mm. My guy in, from、uh, Kyushu. Okay. Yeah. And then he s e n t me a lot of good condition fish.、Mm. What kind、It's、of、uh, fish from、uh, Kyushu? Kyushu,、uh, like a CEO. Anago,、mm. and then like a, a Hagatsuo,、mm. yeah, like a Spanish mackerel. Interesting. This kind of thing.、Right. Yes. Yeah, like whenever <coughs> you visit the different parts of Japan, you do find different kinds of fish, which、yes. is another big part of、uh-huh. Japanese culture, I think. So、yeah. I didn't know too much about the Kyushu, which is the southern island of Japan.、Mm-hmm. So that sounds very interesting. That's very、uh, locally they do in that, but they have awesome fish.、Mm. Good en- environment for the fish, too. Okay, right. And we tend to forget, like, fish is not like meat, they're very seasonal.、Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, we I think, think、so. of meat can be seasonal because it's lamb, but otherwise.、Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that's interesting. And、uh, so, accordingly, your menu changes depending on the season. Yeah,、uh, main, main like, things like、uh, tuna, we don't change much. That there are most of the time there, there is.、Mm. But、uh, white fish, such as small fish,、mm. we use uh, like uh, seasonally.、Mm. What's a unique one? I'm just curious. Yeah, like、uh, such as sayori, which is、mm-hmm. a needle fish,、right. a small one. Or,、uh, yeah, some.、Uh, Uh, yeah, like a bluefish such as a iwashi sardine.、Mm, right. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And、uh, so, you, do you also get fish from Tsukiji Market? Tsukiji Market, yes.、Mm. There's a good supplier here、uh, to connect with the Japanese market.、Mm. So, it's a.、Uh, yeah, we, we have from Tsukiji Market too. Okay.、Yes. Yeah, it's like.、Uh, Undeniably, that's supposed to be the best fish market in the、yes. world. Right. Huge and then good,、mm-hmm. good market. This is、uh, our culture.、Mm. Yeah, it's been、uh, like、uh, 80 years over、right. there. Yeah. And yeah, a couple of times I visited there and they are so proud. Yes. So intense. Yes, it is. Right? So, as a、yeah. tourist, as a tourist, like walking around, it's almost like there's a, like, you know, carts running around. And、yes. I feel like I'm, I'm going to be running one over. Yeah. But yeah, the crowd is amazing. But they're moving, right? The market is moving to nearby location. Yes. Yeah. See, I heard it, but、uh, I don't know. They've been postponed, postponed.、Mm. I don't know. That's realistic. Maybe stay there at least this year. Okay. So. They don't, they don't know even when.、Mm. I heard the reason is, I said, like you said, it's 80 years old, so you have to kind of update, upgrade the、uh, facilities、yes. for you know, sanitary purposes.、Mm. It was super clean. There's no fish smell. It's like oceanic smell, but、yes. it's kind of getting old.、Mm. That's、right. old fashioned, e healthier,、mm. but it、uh, looks like we are、uh, too unique from.、Uh, Other,、mm. other country people.、Mm. 
Well, that's why it's interesting to visit uh, Tsukiji Market because uh, yes. the market itself and the surrounding vendors mm-hmm. that serve you, you know, me as a tourist, but there's so many interesting ingredients and, yes. you know, yes. fish-related mm-hmm. items. You can see a lot of uh, unique fish in the Tsukiji Market. Mm. Yeah. Right. Octopus, live octopus, walking, <laughs> walking around. <laughs> Tank, right. yes. Mm. Yeah, I think one of my friends who live in uh, near Roppongi, uh-huh. he uh, bikes to Tsukiji Market. Mm-hmm. And uh, like oysters tend to be like two you know, two, three hundred yen, which is like two, three dollars. Yeah. And then if you go there, it's like 60 cents. Mm-hmm. So it's like a pile of oysters yeah. at his party. It's like, oh, that's great. <laughs> this is my wonderland. Mm. Yes. Right. It's, it's a Disneyland for yes. food people. Yes. Right. Anyway, so, um, so what is the key to make the most out of fish flavor for your sushi? Fish what? Uh, you know, like, uh, I mean, I can buy fish mm-hmm. and make sushi. Mm-hmm. I mean, put it on top of rice, mm. but there's a magic that you think you you use, right, to make it even tastier. Yeah. Um, cutting the fish to the uh, uh, temperature control mm. of fish. Okay. If it's not, it's not too cold, depends on the fish. Mm. Tuna is supposed to be a little bit warmer, mean uh, it's not too cold. Because of uh, the bloody yeah, note. and then flavor, flavorable mm. matching with a uh, uh, body temperature rice, uh, okay. and then also soy sauce on the top. It everything togetherness. Mm, right, but I'm curious about you know the temperature. So white fish tend to be lower temperature. Uh, fr- white fish and then like a uh, blue fish. Mm. Should better you you feel better uh, coldness from a uh, uh, fish side. Mm. So you so you feel that more freshness. Okay. Yeah, bluefish is like a uh, uh, over temperature will be might be some people feeling uh, fishy. Mm, right. So sounds like red wine, white wine, kind of. Uh, if maybe, you remember, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's interesting. Um, okay, and uh, well, the some chefs, sous chefs like uh, Chef Eiji Ichimura mm-hmm. of Eiji in mm-hmm. New York, formerly mm-hmm. at Ichimura at the Brushstroke, mm-hmm. um, aged fish for a long time, mm-hmm. even for weeks. So, mm-hmm. what do you think about aging fish? For uh, a long aging time? fish. There's a like a, in Japan, lots of aging fish, and then when you take care, good take care, you can age the fish. Mm. So you have to talk with the fish. Okay. <laughs> who you are, mm. what kind of condition is. And mostly, like, uh, I say fishy, but uh, if you nicely take care of it, never fishy. Mm. So broadly, like head and uh, scale, they are kind of a uh, um, smell from. Mm. So you take away everything and good take care fish is a mm. good condition. Okay, so I, I went to Japan to eat a makajiki mm-hmm. in uh, 60, 60 years old. Wow. That, that was a great taste. Wow. Yes, so there's a way to do it, but uh, mainly uh, like uh, between spoiled or aged. <laughs> it's not, not much different. <laughs> so if you age that long, you mm. have to shave a lot of meat and inside of the, the middle of the fish only using. Mm. It's like a dry-aged beef or yeah, some kind so, of... So like a, all, all the ways I'm praying like this, but the taste is very rounded. Mm. It's a nice flavor in there. Right. Mm. So um, by 
to to in order to age that long for two months, mm-hmm. so they they cure with the vinegar or salt or some sort of. Ah uh, no no no, they don't do they don't do it. But nicely temperature control about inside of even a fridge, mm-hmm. lots of uh, ice uh, in. Uh, uh, cover up for mm. it and then temperature control. Mm. They also using the salt and change the paper. Mm-hmm. That kind doing a lot of work to do. Mm. But uh, only one thing, 60 days, they were otherwise like one week, 10 days around mm-hmm. there. Even the Kampachi or Buri, they try to do like a 10 day to two week to mm. eat. And then nice, nice meat. Right. Yes, so flavorful. Mm. Yeah, actually, one time I had a dinner at the Ichimura at mm-hmm. Brushstroke, mm-hmm. and Eiji-san uh, uh, served, I think, three-week-old mm. And that was umami, a lot of umami. Yes, that's umami. Yeah, that came out when it's aged. Because mm-hmm. I think yeah. protein so it breaks down, and naturally umami increases, mm. like concentration, mm-hmm. I think. Right. So do you eat fish? No, we, we don't. We don't, mainly we don't, mainly we don't. Mm. So, okay. <laughs> um, because it's a, such a big, you know, commitment. You have to have a space mm-hmm. in your fridge. Mm-hmm. And so, but uh, if it's fish is fresh, is good, I don't think so. Mm, okay. So it depends on the condition. Right. So you have to see, touch, and even taste. Mm. You have to know the fish right yes makes sense conversation with the fish yes conversation. Mm. that's with the deep fish. right we have to have a whole conversation one episode yes, for that yes <laughs> <laughs> um okay so um so shortly after you opened the sushi so you earned uh, 29 rating out of 30 from mm-hmm. zagat restaurant uh, restaurant survey and within three years you were awarded a pre- prestigious mission star for la uh, sushi so, so uh, and in New York, of course, you already earned uh, Michelin star. Thank you so right much. Right after you opened. Thank you. So, uh, why do you think you became so successful, other than your outstanding sushi? Yeah, that's all the hard work behind, like other team. Mm-hmm. That's only one world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially, yeah, every everyone working hard for early morning to midnight mm. to spend a conversation with a fish, conversation with a customer. Mm. That's all about it. Right. Yeah, how seriously face to the customer to make a better tomorrow. Mm. That's only that thing make a achievement, right. I believe. Very interesting. You are trained traditionally in Japanese sushi restaurant mm-hmm. and here in the states how do you make that kind of team commitment do you train your chefs like you are trained no 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 yeah, just uh, the naturally good chef and a good server mm. yeah so they are try to make their own life better right yeah, but and then <laughs> come on, I think you know, they, they don't just come. They don't just open the door and they don't come, right? So how do you attract those people? You treat them like uh, no, I don't. I don't do nothing. Hmm. Yeah, but they are they are good. They just faced, mm-hmm. and if we have few. I call the I call them partner to. They are a mm-hmm. reader. Even now, I think they are next generation leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then they decide what we want to do here, and then always seeking the better way. Right. Well, 
I think I think you answered my questions because that trust, mm-hmm. a very trustful relationship yes. in, and, um, within your yeah. team. Happiness, without happiness, we, we cannot go forward. Mm, so right. it, it only not customer, everyone to the, mm. yeah, try to find the happiness. That's true, yes. right? Yeah, you can really sense the culture of the restaurant. Uh-huh. It's a very high-tense yes. restaurant. The food is high-tense too. Mm-hmm. So, okay. And, uh, but in the same context, how do you predict the future of sushi in this country? Because um, we started to see talented non-Japanese sushi chefs. Mm-hmm. Like, for, for instance, a guest on episode 37, uh, Robbie Cook, uh, became head chef at the Morimoto. Mm-hmm. So how do you see those people's uh, future, including Japanese and, you know, non-Japanese yeah, chefs? Yeah, we, we, I think, we, I don't know about much... Also, how can I do? I don't know. I just face straight to the, my life, and then what should I be? So I have nothing like a mentioned plan or uh, future. But I just uh, show them how uh, I am thinking. Mm. Then they could think of themselves. Right. And then they are really talented, capable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, sounds like I think uh, the future is bright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always thinking, people thinking how happiness creates in the future, own future. Mm. So they could think about, they right. could decide mm. themselves. I think places like your restaurant mm-hmm. is kind of an um, incubator for them <laughs> to go. I'm not good about teach. My partner gets more uh, smarter and then doing well and then they yeah often I teach from them mm. yeah we have a uh, I have one guy who working for me the long time 10 years mm. he's very smart I he he, he teaches for me a lot thing mm. and as a New York chef but uh, one of a young guy mm. and also Bangkok that's also one of a young guy. Right. And then I have a general manager. Mm. They are all smart. And even the waitress, sometimes I run from them. Mm. This is, uh, I call it my team. Mm. And uh, every single person who works f- for this company is uh, like my partner. Mm. So That's the energy, energy for the future. Right. Yeah. So continuous learning from each other. That's a great yes. thing. Yes. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's very meaningful. Yeah, I have to remember that. So, and uh, so um, we had a Nick Sakagami on episode 70, Uh and we discussed a sustainable uh, Kindai tuna pitch. Mm. So, as a sushi chef, what is your opinion about sustainable fish consumption? We have, uh, especially me, like like our little age people, I age myself. And then, (laughs) (laughs) and then we have uh, like a Tenen fish, we, we, we say the Tenen Shinwa, mm. like every uh, Ginza restaurant or surrounded restaurant has to be like a, a no farm raised fish. Right, that's all white, white coat. But I was, I'm here in the US when I think about future, mm. maybe 20, 50 years ago, or, or later, or even 100 years later how the people, young generation people, enjoy the sushi. Mm. So we start using, trying uh, sustainable fish too. Right. Yes. Right. And then try to 
combine lots of things to more thinking. Mm-hmm. And globally, uh, for healthy diet, mm-hmm. everybody mm-hmm. is supposed to be eating more fish. So I think it yes. <laughs> makes sense. We have to grow more fish. Yeah, while fish is not unlimited. Mm-hmm. So we have to think about like a we did like a, a whale. Mm. Which is very uh, interesting, yes. sensitive topic. Yes, but, but even that, yeah, the wild thing is a mm. um, balance is important. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then, well, of course, everybody's uh, connected through the food chain. Yes, right. food chain, yes. So you have to be very responsible. Yeah. Right. Mm. Okay, and uh, in 2013, you opened up. Uh, Zot Downtown mm-hmm. in downtown LA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 2015, you opened in New York uh, Sushi Zo in Manhattan. And you opened the Sushi Zo Bangkok in Thailand in 2016. Mm-hmm. So, what is your plan for the future? Friend, uh, I'm open, I opening uh, New York one more at mm. uh, uh, 29 and Lexington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're planning to open around the uh, end of April. Wow. To the second one. Wow, congratulations. Thank you so much. Right. Thank you. So maybe eventually you're going to open one in Tokyo? Or? Uh, yeah, hopefully. Mm. Yeah, everywhere I want to go. To, I'm interested in Europe, Europe and Dubai, mm. around there too. Amazing. Okay. To bring my or our passion. Well, really good luck. Thank you. So <clears throat> thank you for joining us today. And... Uh, Sorry, <coughs> it's a dry condition. Sorry. So, uh, listeners, if you'd like to know more about Ke- uh, Keizo's restaurants, please go to sushizo.us. That is s u s i h z o dot us. And if you have any questions or comments about the show, or suggestions for guests or topics of the show, please contact us at japaneats at heritageradionetwork.org. And Japaneats is live at 3 p.m. on Mondays and always available at heritageradionetwork.org, iTunes and Stitcher podcast. And please go to iTunes and Stitcher and write a review. We appreciate your feedback. And our engineers, David, the um, uh, sorry, <laughs> our engineers uh, today, Bitoro uh, Hash, and thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.